I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. As parents, we all do it. The toddler is driving up the walls. You want a few minutes peace, so you give them the tablet or phone to play with so you can take a breather. But suddenly that five minutes of peace turns into an hour. Letting toddlers play frequently on tablets, phones and game consoles could be putting them at a higher risk of emotional and behavioural problems when they start school. A new study suggests with preschool going children who extensively use media like this more likely to have hyperactivity issues, short attention span, poor concentration and peer relationship issues when they turn five. Uh, now, joining me to discuss this is Alwyn Moran. She's a renowned paediatric development therapist. Alwyn also set up the brand Cogni Kids, which produces award-winning patented products to support infant development. How are you doing, Alwyn? Hi, Sinead. How are things? Listen, I'm, I'm great. Uh, very interested in this because, <laughs> you know... guilty, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I feel very guilty, Alwyn. Because parents like myself, you know, are so guilty of doing this. You know, you, you give the device so the child can watch uh, something or play a game on it. And, you know, we're trying to juggle parenting and uh, working and all the rest at home. Surely, though, it, this couldn't be too bad. Is it on a par with people saying years ago that too much TV watching rots the brain? Is it kind of on the same thing? Yeah, and it'll make your eyes square yeah. if it's too close to the telly. That was in our house. Um, it's it's not really, it's not comparing like with like, unfortunately. Um, and again, you know, just to, to stress, these are really kind of strange time for everybody. So it really is not to try to make parents uh, feel guilty at all. But just this the Finnish study was just really interesting because it really studied a very young cohort. Both studies um, tend to study children 9, 10 and upwards into the teens and look at the impact uh, in their behaviour and things like that in those age groups. But this was a longitudinal study that was done over uh, five years um, and looking at the first five years. So that was, it's a, it's a really, I suppose, kind of critical piece of mm. work as well. Not surprising, but not really comparing like with like in terms of um, olden days when, you know, the telly started um, because there are so many different things at play here now with uh, particularly the handheld screen devices. That's really what the focus is more on um, than anything else. So, yeah. Yeah. And and tell me about the main findings of this study, because there was quite a lot of things that they looked at here. They did. They really did. Um, so what they did was they asked parents to self-report mm-hmm. at specific stages in the first five years on their screen time. Now, self-reporting also leads to a little bit of flexibility, maybe. <laughs> um, so, you know, you have to kind of read it with that uh, viewpoint as well. Um, so, you know, kind of parents were reporting at 18 months and then five years and I think a couple of other points at, at different stages. But 95% of their preschool children in that cohort actually spent more than one hour every day. And the interesting thing is 
that um, the American Pediatric Association, WHO, the Australian Pediatric Association would all recommend and have done for years that there is no screen time for children between or up until the age of two, so between zero and two. Um, and that really is because they do make one distinction, actually, let me just clarify, because for pandemic times, it's yeah. a really important distinction. Um, they do kind of caveat FaceTime and Skype um, apps are not uh, kind of included in that. Yeah, because this is very much engaging with maybe family members that are away and all of that. We're talking about the mindless kind of watching cartoons and playing these games and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sitting there for maybe three hours just watching YouTube video load after load after load, you know. Um, So that's really, yeah, it is really different. FaceTime and and Skype and that really, Zoom now as well, obviously, um, really important uh, and they're not included as um, screen time. Um, so between then the ages of two to four, really no more than one hour. So the critical brain development point of this, and I suppose the whole piece really is that when your little one is born, their brain is still very much underdeveloped. So the first three years is critical in laying down really good neurological development in your little one. And so that's why they would say, you know, really, the brain isn't developed. The input that a little one gets from a screen actually overwhelms the sensory system and they become kind of almost like zombie-like. It's where they can't actually figure out and focus on one particular stimuli because they're getting lights and sounds and tapping rewards and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And it is actually a massive overload um, to the brain. So that's, I suppose, for me and for you know, the medical world and all of us who are kind of a little bit obsessed about this. And that's why it's really, really critical. And that's why this piece is so interesting because they really were looking at this um, early age. And they also found that little ones as young as six months old are having screen time. Okay. Yes. Consider they don't know which parts of their body is their own. Mm. I like so their eye functioning hasn't developed at all at this point. So they really like your little one needs a kind of different uh, viewpoints and experiences, and you know they need not to be looking at something really close up uh, because that is only developing short sightedness. And so you're not helping them. And we can see it. There's a huge rise in children presenting opticians with myopia where they need corrective lenses and things. So, you know, it's really just if you kind of look at it at a full 360 and just be a little bit open and mindful. And it's not, look, my kids are 14 and 16 and they've had much more screen time than screen screen time than they've ever had. You know, because I need to work and they're at home, they're online, they're doing school online and, you know, they're trying to I suppose, kind of connect with their friends and things like that. So I get that. And it's all about the pandemic parenting, what works in your family. But it's really for parents to actually understand that right now in this moment, you're not necessarily going to see the impact, but this is a cumulative effect. And where things really stand out is when your little one comes school going age and they start, um, you know, trying to navigate uh, school and be able to survive. Because, you know, a school day requires a certain amount of energy, a certain amount of functioning. And really, when there's issues uh, there, it really screams to uh, the teachers. They can really kind of point it out. So it's just, you know, I suppose really have a, a little bit of mindfulness around it. Um, 
Yeah, and, and you, you know, know what you say there actually is quite interesting. Not even just in terms of the the attention span, but you know, in terms of you know social interaction with peers oh. as well. And this is something that um, myself and my uh, husband have noticed. And I was chatting about this with you earlier on. You know, children nowadays uh, they can't play as well. Say, yeah. like my son, he's he's four, and he constantly asks us to play with him. Like he'll rarely go off and play with the toys himself. But again, he'd spend around maybe an hour. Uh, again, it was more. We We've tried to whittle it down to an hour on these devices. Um, but they can't come up with these kind of imaginative play, you know, games. Yeah. Is this yeah. again impacted by this constant use of tablets? Yes, because they have no switch off. Their brain is just being, you know, fed with stuff all of the time. And then, if, you know, how, how do we become creative? We become creative when we are actually bored. And out of boredom, you know, comes lots of different games and little fantasy worlds. And, you know, even just then reading, like read something mm. to your little one. Uh, let them build the picture up in their own minds as opposed to have everything presented where they actually have no work to do. So it's really when they're the passive consumers of content. That's the huge problem um, where they literally have nothing to do. They're just sitting there now. Again, it's, you know, it's great because they're quiet. Yeah. But, you know, like really use that <clears throat> strategically throughout the day. I suppose that's probably one of the most important things. Like I was on a walk yesterday in my local park and um, I literally like my eyeballs nearly fell out of my head. There was two parents and a little one, a toddler, about two or three in the buggy. And the toddler was on the phone watching videos or something. Yeah, and now, you know, this is something that we see all the time. Yeah. And like that, that was the beauty of bringing a child out for a walk, particularly yeah. if, you know, uh, they were getting cooped up at home and they were, let, let's say, bored with different things or they were cranky. The whole point of bringing them out for a walk a lot of the time uh, is so they can look at their surroundings and take it yeah. in. And what do you see there? And look at the bird and look at the dog and all of that sort of stuff. Exactly, absolutely. And, you know, don't forget, we're designed to move. We literally are designed to be mobile beings. So, you know, if your little one has been on the computer or the screen or whatever for an hour, then really be mindful that they need kind of two hours of outdoor activity or some kind of physical movement in the house. Or, you know, like you can get them to play little games around the house, um, crawling, uh, little obstacle courses, you know, throw cushions down on the floor in the sitting room and get them to crawl over and around. Uh, get one of the low laundry baskets, put a few kind of books in it, maybe a couple of tins of soup or whatever, and get them to push that around the floor. That gives them incredible proprioceptive input and helps this kind of to soothe and calm that sensory uh, system, which really they don't get any of that when uh, their sensory system is just completely overwhelmed when they're on a screen. So it's just to be mindful that um, you really need to balance out uh, inputs and help them to self-regulate. Like one of the things um, that has come out about this is that actually they're old, when they're older, they can't actually self-regulate, which means that they have no control over their emotions. And right. that's really scary. Yeah. As parents, you really want your child to be able to control their anger if they're cross about something or control, you know, kind of their worries or, you know, like it's always a, a work in progress. But to think that something, you know, is coming down the line uh, and can just wallop them. And, you know, I suppose even if they're struggling with self-regulation and controlling things at five, 
how are they going to be when uh, they're 14 and they're going through puberty and their whole system is a mess because of all of these hormones and things like that. So it's really just, you know, trying to have a bit more of a longitudinal mindset around this. And I suppose one other thing, if you'll indulge me, yes. <laughs> is to just look at the, um, I suppose, the godfathers of the tech industry and how they use it in their homes and with their children. So Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, has a, no, um, has a tech-free zone at home and he sends his children to zero tech schools and they don't get access to any computers. Steve Jobs, wow. um, same thing. His children were not allowed near any technology. Uh, Bill Gates, his children were not allowed to use any technology until they were 16 and the computer was in their kitchen, so it was monitored. So they do know that there are things amiss with all of this and with just random use of this. Um, I know, know, and it's then it's, it's kind of a, a bit ironic because on the other side, you know, we have uh, Instagram that wants, uh, you know, to, uh, users is under 13 at this stage. So I understand they, they, they yeah. do. It is a money making, you know, thing, obviously, for them, but they are aware of it in their own houses, which is food for thought for people. So for parents yeah. listening like me thinking, oh, my God, my child is spending too much time on this device. What can I do to reverse this? It's not like a case of all hope is lost. We can take no. steps now. Yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And one of the biggest things I would say would be to be, um, uh, you know, a kind of an ambassador yourself for your own screen time. Mm. Because if you're on your screen all of the time, then, you know, you're not really essentially showing good habits. So try to maybe, and I know my own screen time has increased, but definitely try to have one day at the weekend where your phone is put down or one day throughout the week, depending on, you know, your, your work commitments and things like that, where your phone is away and your focus and attention is with your little ones and you're interacting because they're learning all of the social cues directly from you and your interaction with them. So that's a really, you know, it can probably be a big ask, but there, again, there's been some research around this and families have found that after a couple of them that they've had just the best day, you know, really connected, done a few little kind of things um, and you don't have to do any major days out or anything like that. Yeah. But just that it's a, a little bit of um, I suppose family time, definitely around meal time. Have yes, we've cut that out ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you know you're teaching table etiquette um, and social skills, and meal times are a really crucial touch point throughout the day for uh, bonding and relationship building. So you know. Even if it's only with your little two-year-old and you feel, oh, look at what can they have to talk to me about? Their day is really important. So, you know, kind of like uh, if you're there for lunch, breakfast, lunch and dinner, they're the three main touch points. Um, they're really important. So if you can make sure that screens absolutely nowhere near the tables whatsoever, definitely avoid screens an hour before bedtime. Yeah. Um, because it has been shown that the light as well as other associated things with uh, screen use suppresses melatonin. We need melatonin to regulate our sleep. So um, that's something as well. And if you're struggling with your toddler's sleep schedule, if you feel that that's kind of knocked out, just maybe think about what way are they using the screen throughout the day. So that's something to be Yeah, because it's, it's, it's so, you know, stimulating. We know ourselves, yeah. you know, you watch Netflix yeah. or you're looking at your phone before bed, guaranteed sleep is going to be disrupted. Alwyn, it's been fascinating talking to you. Thank you so, so much for taking the no time problem. to chat to us Thanks today. Thanks for having me.